Welcome to Spirit Life Talks, where we discuss the power of living spirit forward. Welcome to Spirit Life. I'm Michael Farmer. Junior Thomas, uh, today we would like to discuss the topic on demonstration of the spirit life. Amen. This is such an important topic, Junior, because in this age before Jesus Christ returns for his personal rule and reign, this is what the church, this is what Christians should be all about. Tell me about the recent story you mentioned from uh, that happened at your work. Well, we had an amazing thing happen this week. We really got to see God work. So um, I spent some time with him in the in the morning and was feeling so charged in the Holy Spirit. And we walked in in the workplace uh, to visit with this woman. Mm-hmm. And without even talking to her, yeah, she began to cry. She began Weep. to mourn some things wow. that had happened in her life. You didn't even say a word. Didn't even say a word. Mm. And and what was happening was, is that the spirit was in the atmosphere. Mm. And when we walked into wow. the room, mm. she began to be supercharged because the atmosphere was supercharged around us. Wow. You care, it's in your midst. Wow. I mean, Luke 17 says, listen, the kingdom of God is in your midst. In your midst. It's in your midst. So when when she started to weep and mourn, she was actually being healed by Jesus. Mm. Her heart wounds, her bitterness, Mm. she began to repent in the name of Jesus, and her life is dramatically improved. So demonstrating the spirit life don't have to be always about talking some words out or any of that. It's just even your presence makes a difference. Well, you know, St. Francis of Assisi said, use Mm. words when necessary. (laughs) Oh, wow. And there's many times of people that have never encountered uh, Jesus before, Mm. and they'll say, what is this in the atmosphere? I'll say, that's God. That's God's love for you. He's manifesting to you, and you can feel even in the atmosphere. Tangible presence. Tangible presence of the Lord, the manifest presence of God. Wow. Wow. So what I'm hearing is just being a conduit for the spirit life, especially when the spirit of ours is forward. That's right. Or gets an upper hand, and we let our bodies and our souls take a back seat. That's right. As we move in the spirit... You are like a magnet that now a myriad of experiences can come out of that for people who come into contact with it. For you, you as you said, some people felt conviction. Right. Some people get healed. If you look at the Bible, right, Apostle uh, Peter and the other apostles, they were just walking through near the synagogue, right. and there were people getting healed just by their shadows. That's right. And nothing but when they say shadows, talking about just the presence, the aura, the energy that they carry because they live a spiritual life, a spirit-forward life. Um, you know, this is why Apostle Paul exhorts us in the Scriptures, crucify your flesh with his desires. It, it's nothing but really telling us, Hey, let your flesh take a back seat. That's right. You know, our flesh wants to run the show, but don't let it run the show. Let the flesh, our body, take a back seat. Yes, it's got its tainted desires, fallen desires, but we need to know first and foremost that we are spirits. We are an expression of the Most High God, and we had to, and as uh, as uh, the Father says, be holy as you are, as I am holy. Amen. What he's saying is your true identity is in the spirit. That's right. Don't walk uh, in a debased mentality. Walk like I do walk. Be holy as I am holy, in full of integrity, full of righteousness. And and as, you know, instead of following a bunch of rules and uh, do's and don'ts, if we know our true identity, walking in the truth becomes much more easy because we are saying, hey, you know what? My true nature is one of righteousness. That's right. Mm-hmm. And demonstrating the Spirit is something that we should do every day. That kingdom manifestation is a result of people who live with their spirits forward. That's exactly right. Mm. Elaborate more on that kingdom piece. Well, 
when you know to be in Christ mm. means that my thinking is aligned with God's thinking. Okay. You know, if you know Christians can be in Christ, mm-hmm. and what happens when you're in Christ is that my thinking is aligned with the thinking of God. My spirit is aligned with the spirit of God. And now there's a flow mm. from heaven through wow. me into this realm, right. really for others. Yes. I mean, I get all the benefit of it passing through me, but really it's about others. Because that right mindset, as you said, that thinking is so important, that alignment with God's mind, the God's spirit is so key, because Jesus many times said, as you believe, so shall it be for you. That's right. In other words, it's according to your mindset that you shall receive. That's right. And even in the book of Proverbs, we read, as a man thinks, so is he. Amen. In other words, your thoughts have this capacity, this power to shape your reality. I love and that point. If the, uh, yeah, and if those thoughts are God-formed and God-driven um, or God-activated, it brings a lot of results. That's exactly right. Yeah, no, absolutely right. And as if you look at the apostles or the disciples of Jesus Christ, most of them were uneducated. Actually, all of them, I think, were uneducated. That's right. uh, they were fishermen. They, they had uh, <laughs> uh, what else? Tax collectors and um, a variety of occupations. He didn't. He didn't really select a lot of intellects or you know what do you call that? Educated from the world. The Bible actually says um, the wisdom of the world is foolishness to God. Meaning, That's exactly right. as we have, you know, I'm not uh, trying to diminish what we have in the world. However, just the wisdom in this world itself, whether, you know, you're a medical doctor, I'm in the business field, but if you look at all these schools of thoughts, and that itself cannot activate or awaken a human being. All those uh, streams of thought, education is good, but if your mind is still asleep, it ain't no good for your inner man. You see what I'm saying? I this is why Jesus said, what good does it do for a man to gain the whole world, right. but lose his soul. So I can have all the credentials that I can conjure up here in this realm. However, if my spirit is still asleep, it's a waste. A total waste. Total waste. You total can be an educated doctor, but really asleep in the spirit. It, yeah. Well, I mean, you know, the body is made up of mind. It's not just one place that we pass on to in the next life. Right. Heaven experience is available now. That's exactly right. So when we say heaven, we are talking about a place where God's spirit is active right. and is, is moving uh, strong. And when his spirit and his presence is active in places, there is hope, there is joy, there is peace, there is confidence. There's a different level of dynamics when God's presence, which I call heaven on earth, and God's presence is here. Amen. And, and like I said, yes, there's definitely another realm called heaven after death. However, that heaven experience don't have to be limited to that. That's exactly right. In yeah. fact, in the next age, mm-hmm. after the second coming of yes. Jesus Christ, yeah. you know, spiritual gifts will cease. Mm. You yeah, know why? We won't need it anymore. Because we won't need them anymore. Yes. They will all be fully manifest. Absolutely. At this point, but we do believe that there are spiritual gifts today. Yeah. The reason being... We all need to edify one another. Right. As an iron sharpens iron, we sharpen each other. And that's through our giftings. You know, you have a gifting, I have a gifting. Uh, we spoke to one of our friends who's our producer. He's got a gifting. We are leveraging each other, right? Right. Because no one person has got it all together. That's exactly we right. We are leveraging one another while we are on this planet Earth so that the kingdom agenda is advancing. That's exactly right. When and I say kingdom agenda, kingdom agenda, I'm talking about the spiritual awakening of people. That's exactly right. God's will. 
you know, and right now the main ways that we demonstrate mm-hmm. and manifest the Holy Spirit yes. is through the spiritual gifts that are listed in 1 Corinthians 12. Absolutely. And so the demonstration of the Spirit life, were, uh, as you said, first of all, takes an yielded vessel, an yielded yeah, person, right. and then uh, churchianity or church circles. We often limit... Um, you know, uh, science wonders to what happens on a Sunday morning. Right. But it's way more than that. It's way more. If you look at all these innovations we see in the world, where it's uh, engineering, medical uh, breakthroughs, vaccines, whatever you want to call it, this is all variety of giftings of people inspired by the Holy Spirit being manifested. That's right. So He's the source of all creativity. And that's because of some people who were yielded vessels— who decided to live with their spirit forward. Right. When you live with the spirit forward, you become a conduit for God's inventions, signs, wonders, breakthroughs flowing through you. I mean, think of the potential just in the... All people are formed by God. Right. Everyone, right? right? Everyone, every human being, regardless of their faith, they're an expression of God. The Bible says God created them in his own image. image. So when he says image, we are not talking about like a facial representation here um, or a facial similarity or likely, uh, likeliness. We are talking about the spiritual likeliness. That's right. That's what Jesus said. We all are spirits, and those who worship God should worship him in spirit and in truth. So what Holy Spirit does is it wakes up their spirit to the reality of their true identity as sons and daughters of the Most High God, that we are not inferior beings. We have worth. We have purpose. We are righteous, you know. Many times, you know, we've seen lifestyles that are contrary to our true natures. So even though the religious circles have been throwing stones, we are not called to throw stones in the New Covenant. That's right. The Bible says, I have come not to condemn anybody, but to save. In other words, that salvation is really about awakening every man and woman to their true identity as righteous beings. So if you're going in a wrong lifestyle, what I'm saying is, hey, Michael, listen, you are better than this. You are a, you're an expression of the Most High you're God. You're made for more. Exactly. You're an expression of God. You don't have to live just like the prodigal son. That's right. You don't have to live in this inferior uh, frame of um, lifestyle. Right. There's more to that. You don't have to be in the pigsty. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So in other words, what, what it's representing is you don't have to be in the muck and mire of uh, life. That's right. There's much more to all human beings on earth as you tap onto the spirit life. That's right. And what I realized when I was awakened mm-hmm. was that an enemy had come and had lied to me about who I was wow. and about who, what the world was and about how everything works. Oh, wow. How did you handle it? How did you overcome it? Well, uh, it took a process mm. of working through, because I had quite a bit of doubt okay. you know, and quite a bit of unbelief. Yeah. But over time, you know, the Holy Spirit is so patient. Yes. You know, he waited on me. I, I don't think that we're really waiting on God very much. That's yeah, because we are in a microwave era, right? We need everything so fast. <laughs> right. But spiritual things come as you spend time soaking in the presence of the right. Holy Spirit, presence of God. There's a whole lot of uh, just easing, easing, or what are you slowing down? That's what I'm saying. We just gotta slow down from the um, the the pace. That's that right. We are in. And waiting is one of the most holiest things that we can do to interact with the Holy, Holy Spirit. Spirit. Just waiting on Him to come. Waiting, and that is not an empty waiting, really, right? When you say waiting, you're just really quieting yourself so that you can you can get on with the same frequency as God. Yeah, the Bible says that strength will rise as you wait upon the Lord. Upon the Lord. So I'm waiting for my thoughts to 
be more conformed to the thoughts of God. I'm waiting for the ways of the world to fall off of me so that I can become more in tune with the Spirit. That's correct. And that the Spirit can come forward in my life. So that brings me to uh, this uh, conclusion on this topic that is for demonstrating a spirit life, for the demonstration of spirit life, that waiting is so key. And that waiting is just to slow down and get in that right zone. I'll call it the sweet spot with God. Because without you waiting, you cannot be filled. Right. And if you cannot be filled, you cannot be used either. You know, I mean, as I used, used for the, the benefits of others. You know, I've always, uh, when I was a young Christian, you know, the Bible says, you know, um, let your good works be seen by men that may, they may give God the glory. Yes. And I was always like, well, how are they going to give God the glory if you're doing the works? Mm. Well, it's because they experience God supernaturally in the atmosphere through your works. Through your works. Through, especially when we say works, we're talking about leveraging our gifts and talents to bless others. That's right. To help others. Not, we're not trying to be hiding our talents for just for the benefit of us. Right. There's a big population who's waiting for your giftings to be used or giftings to be uh, leveraged. And God created you, and every person on this planet has gifts. Absolutely. Every person has value. That's right. Spirit zone is it's unlike uh, the flesh zone or the soul zone. Right. You know, It's a different zone, and you need to learn to stay in it by surrounding yourself with spiritual people, reading spiritual materials, spiritual worship. This is all connecting with spirit. You know, Junior, I'm sitting here thinking that there are people that really want to take the first step. Yes. So what do you want them to do? You know, Michael, I would say, uh, why don't you say a word of prayer? Because I think that's a, as, as a vessel in the spirit, your words is a, is a conduit. It's is is going to be a, 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 a trigger for them to get activated. Why don't you do an activation and then we wrap it up? Okay. Let's pray with me. Yes. Holy Spirit, I invite you to come into my life. And Lord, we give you all the glory yes. for this. And we thank you thank in you. the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Thank Amen. You. We bless you all. See you next time.